2: Oh, and welcome to the
1: NXT review. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by Michael Hamler and Michael Sidgwick, the Deadly Boys. Oh, What Culture here to review last night's episode of NXT. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts. Where we're not going to review the show formerly known as NXT 2. Oh.
2: Hey, <laughs>
1: <laughs> AWC, <laughs> premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete. A quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, they're joined by Avalanche, which to review last night's episode of NXT. Again, a lot of wrestling, but an enjoyable show nonetheless. That was
3: a big collision there. I thought it was like a third car. Like, <laughs> I am a fan enough of this brand, and I realize this. And it's like, I know this shouldn't be like sort of breaking news on a wrestling podcast. I didn't like the booking on this show, and I was like, oh, God, I'm passionate. I am not just watching this, ironically. I'm not just looking forward to coming in and talking about it with you two. I care about who wins and loses. What the hell has Shawn Michaels done to me? Because there was, I didn't think this was a particularly spectacular episode other than delivering in some of the ways we would have previewed, and indeed did preview on yesterday's podcast. But I just watched a couple of results playing. I was like, oh, I don't want that. And that must mean that I like enough of this roster I want better for them. How's that happened? How has that happened?
4: Um, I didn't think much of the show. I thought that it was such a cliche. Every cliche you can think of. Like DQ finishes, promos leading promo train things leading to a main event. Like it's just trash, man. Like I have the I have a different relationship with NXT to you guys where you love it more than me.
3: Mm. Yeah, I can get in on the fun. This wasn't fun. This is so rote. It is even though I know that it's weird that I care. I can sort of argue my corner when it comes to, say, like, Raw SmackDown, especially right now, but I've found it weird myself when I've sat there thinking, I'm bothered. Yeah. How am I bothered about these freaks? Like, what's going on here? It has gradually, like, sucked me back in a little bit this show.
1: I think i work extra hard for this to to find the diamonds in the rough because I just I refuse to accept that any episode of NXT is bad. And I found some <laughs> stuff that I loved on this show as a result uh, that we'll get into, but I'll admit, I'll admit it was a bit tropey in parts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, think,
3: yeah. I think, like... They are, it's, it's reverse AEW because I can't wait for. What's the name of the PLE coming up? I've forgotten. Um, I believe it's called uh, NXT. No, merci. Liking the look of the card, really am. It Next week's show p- stacked as well. <sighs> cannot, Same as always. <laughs> it cannot possibly deliver the quality of an AEW pay per view. I'm just, like substantially more invested along the way. Like, yeah. that's uh, like, that NXT, is, uh, earnestly, like, when they're laying out this card, different people. When, <laughs> when I'm laying out this card, I'm like, I'm into that, I'm into that, I'm into that. I want to yeah. see where this is going. I'm liking the characters on the night. Most of the matches don't stand a chance. Like, they cannot be. I thought All Out was a little bit overrated as a show, but almost there's probably nothing on this NXT No Mercy that can stack up against what was on All Out match. Probably nothing. Probably nothing. If. Fucking joke, man, <laughs> Starks Danielson is going to be better than everything. But Lynch by orders of magnitude. But Lynch Stratton will be better than other stuff on the All Out card, right? That's like absolute gymnastics. That. But dark, speaking you of which, got, breeze, gonna, you, got, breeze. you got Tef, you got Tiffany Stratton licked on gymnastics with that. <laughs> but I'm more invested in the build on the way. The card cannot compete. I'm not stupid. In ring, it cannot compete with it. But I'm way more invested about getting there than I am with these AW shows at the moment. Way more. I like,
1: disagree. I think it's going to be the best pay per view that weekend. But you know, different strokes and all that. What else is happening? Oh, yeah. Wrestle Dream. That's quite like Danielson's ZSJ well. is going to be the best match. It'll that be good. Weekend. Yeah, yeah, it'll be all right.
3: And like, and I can say that like uh, they're not going to they're not going to bloody a card of this one. Like it's going to be really good. <laughs> but like it's it's there. There is no. I don't need to worry about it. I don't need to think about it. Like Starks and Daniels are feuding, I can just forget about it till the night. I kind of want to watch Tiffany Stratton and Becky Lynch interact again next week. Oh. Like, uh, like so this th-
4: quite mid stuff and quite cringe stuff. So awesome. different people, but different. That's <laughs> fine. Like <laughs> f***ing hell! Did <laughs> not hear that f***ing promo to start this show? I Does did. it not just make you want to real? Like, did not make you realize? Oh, hang on, AEW is like. At its worst, is better than WWE's best on a
3: philosophical basis. That that's that will remain the biggest disagreement, twenty nineteen to present. <laughs> like that, like it's AW at its best is pr- AW its best is probably the best wrestling I've ever seen. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like two thousand WWE rivals it because it really is just about everything's perfect in, until in, Austin comes along, <laughs> spoils it with lumpy Steve It comes and spoils everything. Like that run, that's that's probably up there. But, like, aye, when AEW's peaking, it probably is the best ever in we're terms of off, offering me everything I could want. Like, I cannot see the next peak. Nah. Save this. Stuff for Dynamite, yeah. innit? Yeah. yeah. Deep dive again. Stuff <laughs> for our usual weekly existential we'll crisis about AW. We'll try not to do it. I think more people are having this than want to admit. Yeah. Like, you see conversations, like, on X now about AEW, and they're bigger and broader than ever. And I'm not saying we're leading the conversation or anything, but we were having these chats, like... Rather than talking about the content of a dynamite for far longer, because it's no longer about this match might rule. Who's going to go there because you're not really encouraged to think about it anymore. You're encouraged, like Tony Khan did like another press conference yesterday. That CM Punk answers hilarious objectively. And, uh, Have you seen it like, uh, question about CM Punk? Uh, obviously, I can't really talk about that four paragraphs about, like, well, we've got a great show coming up. It's <laughs> exactly. going to be a great tournament. <laughs> <laughs> great
4: show at uh, Grand Slam. And then after that, quickly after that, we're heading a Wrestle Dream. We're on a, we're on a track of uh, the greatest pay-per-views anyone's ever done. And we're really excited. It's going to be great. He's hammering that greatest
3: run of pay-per-views ever thing. How them, many
4: times has Tony Khan said the word great in his life? <laughs> I think it might even rival Vince for pal. Could he? tell me he's up to 100 hours he's
1: working
3: every week now? He said something like that. I want, like... I don't want like I have no real issue with Fulham either way. I don't want them to have a bad. They're like mid-table at the moment, aren't they? Kind of yeah. just they've figured out the Premier League a bit more than when they're having like their up and down years. It'd be they're kind there of, on the way down. Are they, Not, the, they won't be out like that. The bottom half of that league is too dire, I think. Luton would definitely get relegated. Like Luton, yeah. Everton, it's too weak. Like, but them having say like a poor season or having a relegation dogfight or something, it'd be funny if he was doing as many like public speaking engagements for wrestling as he would for football and having to call it great. Yeah, because whenever that was actually happening he was burying people like this manager's crap this player's rubbish like there was no great Tony Carr when it was talking about Fulham was it? like now I want to see this version of Tony Carr and he's tried to like learn bouncing questions back in wrestling press conferences and apply it to football it's a well yeah we've lost 4-0 today but we've got another great fixture coming up next week (laughs) the facilities (laughs) at Craven Cottage are better than ever like I don't know if you saw the weather today it was great like how could you do that in a real sport? you can't because you get beat you get beat and and like they've
4: got beat aid. Quite a bit this year. Yeah. But you can't, you can always spin.
1: <laughs> mm. Anyway, back to NXT. Uh, the new women's champion, Becky Lynch, comes out to start the show. Uh, huge bap of course, from this audience. Uh, she says that the man's come around, not to NXT, NXT, more like N I thought immediately, I oh, said she's going to enjoy the show. Yeah, it's great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. I heard a um, new radio feature on the way into work that I told you about. <laughs> uh, would you like do you want to join
2: it? Yeah. It's time to play the game! Time to play time the game! Ha ha
3: ha I would love it if Cedric guessed the same as me, by the way. Yeah. I'd love it so much. Am- I can't play because I told
1: him Complete the name of this incredibly lazy capital radio feature Wednesday Work What?
4: I'm assuming it begins with a W. You assume correct? Wednesday work whinge. What was yours?
3: Wednesday work. Way!
1: Both very good, but they do apparently now because they're too lazy to tell their own (laughs) stories or do anything like that. (laughs) It's eight o'clock. Here's Wednesday. It's time for the Wednesday work whoopsies. (laughs)
4: Like ever since you've made a craft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, contribute yeah. contributing time to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of these people
3: I think NXT's good. Cedric's Wednesday work whoopsie happens every morning, every Wednesday morning at 5 a.m. when he gets up to watch NXT. Sucks, man. Like one of you what are you doing up, Dad? It's my Wednesday work whoopsie.
1: Yeah, I did think I did think at that time, with you obviously the, the term schedule that you have to get up. I was like, just start off with something that it'll be like, oh, okay. Don't start off with. And Bexty, followed by Becky Lynch, dropping fresh new rhymes like Gigi Dolin, Electra Lopez, Thea Hale, Roxanne Perez. Fresh.
3: You thought this was a good idea.
1: I'll, how, how did this happen? I'll be here a while. I'll go the extra mile. So, how about we have a scrap? Ivy Nile. Sounds like your fing rampage rap.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think of that. The man page rap. JC Jane. You know I'll retain. It's so cruel, Bard.
3: We I, I love Becky Lynch, love her. Mm. I, cannot, I did last week. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> I can't even bear the idea of the conversations that her and Seth Rollins have on that bus. Like I think she's amazing, but their crack about like creative directions and ideas. Can you imagine like workshop this together? On oh the bus God, on the way to Florida. Get <laughs> <laughs>
4: <Good> one, Becky. <laughs> Honestly, like, this was... You know how I, I, I to, uh, told a lie, you know? What? I said when discussing The Righteous and Seth Rollins on our Collision in Raw reviews, which are still available wherever you get your podcast from, eh, if you've missed them, that there is nothing more cringeworthy to me in wrestling than someone who cannot pull it off trying to convince you that they're not all there and they're capable of wild... Inhuman acts, and they're like crazy. And, you know, Dutch, and Rollins, like, made my arsehole itch. The worst thing, the worst offender, the most cringeworthy thing I've ever experienced in professional wrestling in my entire fandom, and I'm not joking, was when John Cena was trying to be funny, and the Star Wars one, where Vince was Yoda.
1: Oh, God. I don't remember in this. Big Show was Darth Vader. Yeah.
4: Like, uh, oh my, it's like, I it, I feel demeaned watching so much wrestling.
1: I do. Change the channel if someone walks in Watching, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Star Wars promo
4: is absolutely, like, it's like, I watch kids TV because I've got kids. Mm. And Bluey is so much funnier than John Cena. <laughs> like, just so much more sophisticated. Yeah. And, you know, even Peppa Pig does
3: better gags than John Cena. Like, legit. Like, mm. sh- sh- as a shoot, Peppa Pig can sometimes do funny gags. It's got a good mic drop in it, Peppa Pig. Yeah. Like, it knows when every now and then just to be like, Peppa just has absolutely owned one of her friends or turned heel or something, and it. it's a genuine popper. You yeah. just do not see it coming Peppa's out. I just Peppa's a
1: bit Roman in sort of 2015 for me. Like, stop shoving her
3: down. You <laughs> can't, can't even cover. watch TV, you nonce. What are you
4: watching Peppa Pig? <laughs> it's only, he's only five weeks old. <laughs> I'm watching it with my nieces and nephews. I'm not right, like,
3: Okay. Okay. come on, let's catch up on the latest no, Peppa I'm, Pig. Uh, I'm just in the middle of watching UFC, and then this. Pig comes on. <laughs> I didn't know that happened once. Yeah. Channel Five thing, didn't it? This oh. Becky
4: Lynch promo had all of that John Cena energy. Like, I just wanted to just not
3: be alive. Let us be the wrestling podcast that makes it explicitly clear that like wrestling needs to level up to kids' TV and soaps. Yeah, like these the unfair comparisons. Like Eastenders and Coronation Street knock out however many episodes a week, and it's like the stories always make sense. The characters do things that they should do, even though it's preposterous that all these things can go on in one street. Like wrestling. Like wishes, it was uh-huh. that is, tight. If, like, it,
1: if we're drawing comparisons, is NXT the Hollyoaks then? Oh, Absolutely, yes, yes, nailed yes. it. Yes,
3: let's see this. And press press the game button. Let's see the comparisons.
1: Can, can we have? Ne- ne- oh right, remind me for next week. Whenever we drop the JC Jane thing, I'm going to play the Hollyoaks. That's the JC Jane. Yes,
3: Hollyoaks game. What? Oh my god, a new button. British Shops as wrestling companies, right? What's So Coronation Street, I think, has got to be the Fed. Yeah. it's been around the longest. Supremely inconsistent,
1: and occasionally they can just be like, "Scrap everything, big trams crash."
3: Yeah, like just a huge explosion. Yeah, like save the ratings. That's there But like, where does AEW slot in here? Because like, not Eastenders. It's not Eastenders, EastEnders, is it?
4: Eastenders. It's it's almost as if this is a ridiculous thought exercise. But Eastenders is too grim. Yeah, AEW wants the light and the color of it all. I think AEW is probably more like one of these American soaps. Oh yeah, is AEW is kind of like the Twin Peaks. You know, it draws on soap opera <laughs> story structures and aesthetics and that sort of quality of acting, but it actually subverts everything and adds loads more. It's like Twin Peaks was the original buffet. Murder mystery,
3: romance, supernatural horror, off-kilter comedy. It's the most f- deadly's outcome ever, this. Like, Corey, fed. A.W., Twin Peaks, probably. Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks. Peak of television.
4: Twin Peaks played with soap opera, in much the way that AEW merely toys with wrestling and reconstructs it to become something far greater than the
3: sum of its parts. Agree. I was going to go mid-90s Brookside. I never watched it. Great. i like, shout it, that. Gripping drama. Like, real, like, on the cultural pulse. And destined to die. <laughs> yeah, on a, just, on the saying, cultural he, pulse, yeah. His impact neighbours. Because They're like, well, this is yeah. this is dead, it's definitely it's finished. Dead. It's gone, yeah, yeah, Somehow yeah, yeah. Oh, you know know? it's on freebie now. Yeah. You can watch it there. We've got a home on this network, yeah. Impact his neighbors, uh, toadfish and shark boy doing the <laughs> spider man <meme. laughs> fish stuff,
1: anyway. okay, oh we've still got to get through this promo,
3: uh, right. Dewey. N.W.A. power is El Dorado, that one of these. <laughs> he tried to get going, that, like felt dead on arrival. But like, it filmed like a year in Spain with a million pound budget. It was like, this is crap. I don't want to watch any of these. They're bad actors. They're bad stories. Yeah, that, I mean, that one's yeah. perfect. Like. Uh, yeah. AW could be Dream Team. That's a shout. The one that just yes. completely
4: come out of nowhere, uh-huh. was absolutely appointment viewing, was probably a bit better than every other soap. You know, and then it fell off. <coughs>
1: That's a really, it's Twin Peaks
4: really.
3: And When you were watching the football footage, you didn't believe that there was people in the building, so it like replicates the atmosphere of 2023 dynamites. So, yeah, Becky's good, yeah. good dream team was good. Like, oh, was Kira, so you know, they, good. when they get to the cup final, and then there's like a guy with a sniper rifle trying to kill the chairman, <laughs> like it's like he was trying to kill the Star Striker, wasn't he? It? Was
4: I because, um, he'd had an affair with the chairman's wife. That's the chairman Block. of the hitman. Yeah. Linda Block, that's it. And there was Jerry a,
3: Block. Was it like the new the Jerry
4: Block was so well cast. He was. It was what
3: an arsehole of a face. It was Eddie from Eastenders, wasn't it the old pub landlord. He was like in his in his latter years like mm. he's He's a dame, like back when criminals could still uh, be football chairman. Yeah, like, on the side. <laughs> Remember when uh, Harchester was set to sign Monday Bandeiras, and Liverpool thought he was a real player and tried to sign. him? <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I, this is true. Like dream team, somebody was watching Dream Team in like the Liverpool office or whatever on Sky and just thought oh, this football documentary is history. They're talking up this player. He sounds like a really big deal. I think he was called Monday Bandeiras or something like that. And Liverpool were like, "I will have him.
1: I will have him." We were talking up uh, footballers' wives in the office the other day.
3: Never saw that. Had Kathy from EastEnders in, didn't it? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I saw the odd
1: episode. Me me and Nicholas were running through uh, one character's entire plotted history. Yeah. She's just... I can't remember what her name is now, but she was incredible. Every season just...
3: And then they were like, bored now. Send her to prison? (laughs) Uh, What for? Coke stuff? I don't know. There was a guy in... Uh, like, recurring cast member in Dream Team that ended up becoming a pro wrestler, wasn't it? Carl Fletcher. Star-striker, wasn't he? Then uh. he
4: got big. He went to um, a team in Spain for, like, right, okay, he just liked the lifestyle a bit, and he was going, like, off form. He like, I'll go to Spain. And
1: he makes a heroic comeback. Yeah, yeah. Carl yeah. <laughs> Fletcher's back. Yeah. Uh, Tanya Turner, played by Zoe Lucker. Forever goaded on footballers' wives. I'll tell you some of the. Uh, re- I'll read you a Wikipedia later because it was uh, quite the rollercoaster. Let's say
3: I remember on Dream Team when Sky like yeah this show's nearly finished. We're going to slash the budget, knock out one more series if you want, but like we're as good as done. So I'm like, oh, what are we get like we've lost all the budget for all these actors. A team bus crash. <laughs> I didn't remember that they were going to an away game and like nine of the el- first eleven were wiped out or something. It's like oh great, like yeah. Yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> We'll watch
4: some clips on my dinner. <laughs> I'm gonna get I'm gonna
3: spend my dinner, an hour of my life watching Dream Team clips. I want to get a Manchester United shirt, the purple one, like to match our new branding. we played at the Dragons Lair. Maybe that was subconsciously oh, why we went with it all maybe. along. Because we are the Dream Team. Yeah, we're still in this
1: opening promo.
2: TV right, times over. You she says. Are
1: you? <laughs> uh, Becky Lynch. <laughs> why don't we just disinvite Stax? Uninvite Stax? Never do that. I'm not doing that. He doesn't even. By the way, some people said he doesn't even like it. No, he's he's warm to me now. I think I think now now I've become a dad. I think he's 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 warm to me. Some people said when the, the trailer dropped yesterday for our new channel, they said they could see like a bit of a comparison between me and Stack. I can't see it personally. Some people no, say I it just looks it. like me wearing a coat and a hat. But like that's people. Maybe looking it's just the lighting in here.
3: Mm. Looking things that aren't there, aren't they? People do that. Mm. Yeah.
1: TV time's over, says Becky Lynch. There's a crowd chance Becky time. She says she is going to get a rematch though. Uh, she might be an idiot, she might be an arsehole, but cute Tiffany Stratton. Out she comes.
2: Uh, excuse me, I've had it enough. Look, I appreciate the flashbacks, but you really think the rematch was, <laughs> is going to be optional? Are you kidding me? I deserve a rematch. I know you're a WrestleMania main eventer, you're the man,
1: number one girl, but I am Tiffany Stratton, the future Dida, and future. <laughs> <laughs> the,
2: <laughs> what, the what? Future of WWE. All right, okay, I'm with you. And Future t- time's NXT Women's Champion. You want to be a fighting champion? What are you saying? Be, be looking at
4: that at some point. <laughs>
2: Big, camera. Camera. Big time versus tip of time. Round two. NXT Women's Championship tonight. Oh,
1: huge pop from the crowd.
2: I and you guys would love that. That's why it's not happening. These losers cheated
1: me every week until you came here.
2: I want my rematch on a bigger stage in Bakersfield, California. At NXT, no, merci. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh,
1: Lynch says, you can have the rematch, uh, but the result's going to be the same. You, it's not that you're not good enough. You're just not hungry enough. Um, and you, You're entitled. Uh, it's all down to who wants it more. And she goes, oh, Q, Becky, you should be thanking me for your return
2: to NXT. If your name never come out of my mouth, then you would have <laughs> never returned. Instead, you'll be driving to the nearest retirement home. And you so, <laughs> next all the
1: it can be for Clopter. And then Lynch says, well, how about instead of going word for word, we go punch for punch. She swings at her. And then here comes Kiana James to, uh, to aid Tiffany Stratton in all this. And it looks like they're going to do a two-on-one beat down, holding her up, the one's going to hit her with a chair. But Becky fights out of it and uh, swings the chair and the, the heels bail, basically. Yeah,
4: Tiffany Stratton made the segment. Thank you.
1: She yeah.
3: did. Oh, promo-wise completely saved it. I who had the idea? Who well, had it might that? have been Becky. She's got the power now. It was a terrible one. <laughs> it was <a> really, <laughs> it like... Used to be funny, I remember that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there were good times, weren't they? Yeah, she used to be really, really funny. Uh I But uh, I just... I want the match. i did not like Becky Lynch's promo here at all, but I'm into the match. I'm genuinely at the rematch. And no, I'm very much like a dog because yeah, the, the end weird, of the show, a you know, love hypocrite,
4: it. man. A <laughs> weird hypocrite. I saw this absolutely terrible build to a match. I'm excited about it. I saw this
3: build on AEW and it wasn't really that good, but oh, I hated. Standards are higher, man. Uh, Kingston no, Claudio could never. Absolute hypocrite. I oh, oh, watched that weird. Kingston um, collision promo. Really good. Really good. Like. Not before time. The but swearing really. at the end as well. Was just, just it was class one. He's angry. He's just really angry. We were talking
4: on the collision preview, like just him muttering after he's meant to have stopped the promo. Just this absolutely wonderful illustration that this is a real guy. Who? Well, he isn't. He's a performer in a fake world, but he just does his little touches constantly to give you the like the the illusion
3: that he never he's never off ever. Yeah, he's a wrestler and he's an athlete and he's a person. He's so indignant that television has got in the way of the fight. He has to have the real fight for the real belt. He's the the best. It was so good. Like, the feud doesn't deserve it. Nobody, like, AEW doesn't deserve Eddie Kingston because he's a bit of a get-out-of-jail-free promo. I know. He should probably go to WWE, guys. Oh, he's the one guy I wouldn't. Like, Omega, WWE, better. Young Bucks, 100%. 100% 100 100 better. Punker, better. Uh, Kingston, God, no. The one guy. The one guy. The highs of punks AEW run are the highs of punks WWE run. AEW. AEW. For now, yeah, because like when we're top and tailing it with whatever he does at WrestleMania 40, then you've got that plus money in the bank.
2: Oh my god,
3: Kingston is that stuff with Kingston clears the pipe bomb for me.
4: <sighs> it. Do you know what? It was as effective. It's a whiny bitch in WWE in retrospect, it's hard to go back and watch. Well, it, it was as effective Loved it at the
3: time, life affirming at the time. But the pipe bomb, you've made it the clear what? before, that it was uh, pipe bomb was ultimately something that like CM Punk dropped, but Cody Rhodes picked up. Right, he actually did the thing, the pipe bomb, and the Eddie Kingston. Film. Yeah, maybe
4: that's why Punk. Uh, maybe that explains the psychological makeup of CM Punk.
3: Well, they were both as brilliant and ineffective. They were both as brilliant and ineffective within the system as one another because they were amazing on the night. But Kingston and Punk didn't teach Tony Khan to book short-term stories with actual payoffs.
4: Yeah.
3: and the pipe bomb didn't change WWE. Bring Tony into it. It's talking about Phil. Yeah, it sucks ass. He's the, one of the best bookers of all time. He'll suck ass. I watch the press conference every week, and I watch it, and I just (laughs) I I, I love them, I love them, and hate them both in equal measures in the entire thing. I watch different bits of that press conference every week. It's the most gripping wrestling footage. It is, maybe ever. Yes. Speaking of real guys who are never off, though, Tony D
1: and Stacks uh, uh, hanging out, um, talking cuisine, trying to decide on the next challenges. Basically, they got they've got all the printouts there of stacked tag team division in NXT, and uh, Stax says, (laughs) "You made this, boys." Oh god, really practicing on my time away and it's just it's not clicking. Yeah, it's absolutely bobbins.
2: Tony D says, Ow, oh, yeah, I made that. Wait the <laughs> You're a genius, boss. That's why you're the Don. <laughs> Ow oh, Back to business. We got a lot of eyeballs on us right now, Stax. That's the price of being NXT tag team champions. We got decisions to make here, Don. What we gonna do? Oh yeah, that's not bad. I'll tell you exactly what we're going to do. We're going to offer all the worthy contenders a seat at the table, and we're going to do what we do best. What do we do best, boss? We eat. Yeah, we do. Come on. <laughs> What's up? Uh. <laughs> oh, I'll call Uncle Chesare, I'll make some tortellini. Oh, the tortellini. Oh, maybe some shrimp. Oh, some shrimp. Come on, boss. My mouth is watering. You're making me hungry. Oh, no, you asked for it, but now we gotta find out who are we gonna invite. How about these two guys? It's the Creeds. You got any beef with them? Big win last week, they're gonna be cutting for us. That's understandable. Right. <laughs> oh, no, what I like about these two, they're straightforward. So let's be straightforward with them. What about these guys, Los Lotharios? Keep our enemies close, am I right, boys? Oh, yeah, they took their shot. <laughs> gotta respect it. How about, these? <laughs> <laughs> How about these two teams right here? Oh, I'll be honest, Stax. I like both of these teams, but there's only one seat left at the goddamn table, so somebody's gotta impress us. I don't know who wants it more. Let's let them fight it out. <laughs> Amongst themselves, <laughs> he was really hungry. And scene.
4: Inside baseball. Uh, we are downstairs at about, what, 10 o'clock? No, half 10. Hamphlet as he's wont to do. Starts talking about the mega powers (laughs) and the classic years of the Fed. And he drags me over to his screen and I watch something that's actually good. (laughs) And then Wilborn, at about 2011, says, Guys, I'm going to have to put my headphones on and get in the zone. Um, (laughs) Got to get my headphones on and get in the zone because if I don't do that, they say I'll be recording this podcast in the afternoon and there won't be enough time. He enters the zone to transcribe (laughs) that. That's what he was doing. Yeah, so this worth not it. That, it's technically work. Yeah, it is work, I guess. Fucking all these bloody TikTokers isn't that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> this,
4: is, this, this, this
3: is actually. It might as well be laying bricks compared to that. <laughs> I just like influencers. Mm. I don't. Yeah, people saw him on the trailer yesterday. I don't criticize our beloved colleague Stacks here. This title reign is piss poor. Yeah, like it's you rubbish, know with the yeah. Tony D thing where. Like, I know you love the matches, but I was like, they keep hiding that he cannot go behind stags. Tony D. When Tony he was D's in, got a suplex. When he was, in, when when he was the suplexes, in the singles run, it was always like, he's a, got a go with suplex And he's loved the Butch match. Willborn especially loved the Jailhouse match. And that was rubbish, though. Incredible finish.
0: Oh, my God. But like,
3: a lot, a lot of smoke and mirrors, right, with the Tony D singles run, they won the belts. And it was as if only then somebody thought, oh, God, they have to wrestle now. I feel like I've seen like six weeks of Tony D and Stacks line up the division. There's been boards with the pictures on. There's been this. There's been the party that they had where they were all drinking normal drink. Yeah. Where the <laughs> creeds were like, the creeds are bad together and everything's wacky. Like, I know this division inside and out now, having not seen anyone wrestle each other for about a month. For the best. A, m- a month. Other
4: than the creeds who are good. It's bad booking. It's pretty bad booking. Um, I'll tell you what. Tony D is a, is a hybrid of IRS and Gary Albright. Oh, no. Like a, an absolutely unbelievable suplex in him, but everything else is really
3: boring. <laughs> <laughs> I, Which is ironic, because I don't imagine Tony D pays much tax. No. <laughs> I am uh,
1: absolutely fine with this, because it's, I... It's Tony D and the stacks. And it's biased. Tony D and the stacks, and uh, we're talking a lot about sports anxiety, you and I, yesterday. Yeah. And anytime. time that they would have to defend the tag titles, I'd be worried they're going to lose them and everything's going to or fall split. Apart. Yeah. The split anxiety so just, was real for a bit. Just keep doing this for me. Forever. If you can stay like this forever, I'll be very happy.
3: It's funny you mention that, because uh, you know all the time in NXT, especially now, there's never been such fluidity between the main roster and NXT. I never, ever think about the prospect of these to getting called up. Like, think about, like, the creeds. So how many times have we talked about that? Think, it's like it's a different fake <laughs> universe that we just invent. Another goated Creed's match. When are they going up to Raw? Whatever. Braun Breaker, for better and worse, probably time for the main roster of him. At no point have I entertained. What's, what's it going to look like when these are on SmackDown? Yeah. It just doesn't... Are they going to get brought into the bloodline? Oh, my God. Like, Randy Orton Don't being spot. the tile on Cody. Actually, change your plan. Have stacks cost <laughs> at WrestleMania 40. Randy Orton like, been spotted at the performance centre getting back into ring shape. It's like, imagine, like, somebody putting a microphone in his face. Right, Randy, what? Like, how's the injury? What are you doing at Yeah, yeah, just uh, running drills with stacks. <laughs> you can't imagine it, can you? Yeah. <laughs> Who did The Rock have?
4: Um, Curtis Axel. Curtis Axel. Yeah. Back, Brock had him as well. I think Gulag do, uh, does some stuff like that. I think with Logan Paul.
3: Yeah. And Charlie Dempsey. <laughs> just getting Charlie Dempsey ready for Take a while.
1: Take care of one of the, uh, the colognes.
3: That sounds right, yeah. And he was,
1: yeah. And he was doing that epic comeback. Well,
3: people in that old uh, Tom Pritchard role. Just put Tom Pritchard in the Tom Pritchard <laughs> yeah, role. Yeah.
1: he wouldn't even
4: do
3: it. No?
4: What a great person he was meant to be.
3: Tom Pritchard? Yeah. Yeah. Beloved everyone by everyone that ever worked said that.
1: He's like, just incredible at what he does. Yeah, yeah that documentary we watched, remember? WF sucked, then he didn't suck no more.
4: Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, SCW was great, and Tom Pritchard was the best, and then they did NXT.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, why just keep tom pritchard if only tom pritchard like you know wrestling such a, obviously such nepotism running through it if only he had a powerful brother that could probably open a million doors <laughs> Anna? Th- that never does if only he's a self-serving pricker
2: <laughs> yeah, guys. hey guys hey, how's all it right. going guys all right let's see you all what do you think of the tag team raid so far
4: it's going great, <laughs> Goddamn good. Uh. Well, I'll well, tell you one thing: <laughs> You are unbeatable. Yes.
2: Thanks, Sidgy. You
4: cannot be beat.
2: Sidgy, what's the deal with birds? Birds. Birds. Yeah. Right. Okay,
4: Stacks. you've got a bit of a you know a you know a pretty laddish sense of humor, maybe like jock humor. So you're talking about the the mammal species. They are mammals, aren't they? Yeah, I think. I think or just so. birds. Yeah. Are you talking about the, the species of animal?
3: Or, um, women. Or both, because of one of your colleagues, Larry
2: Yeah, You know me, I love boobies. I'm talking about the tweet, tweet things, you know. The boobies. Right, okay.
4: Right, okay, they are animals who have the ability to fly. They play a part in the, you know, the, the food chain and the ecosystem of the world in ways that
3: I cannot um, really articulate, because I don't have any knowledge of that. Apparently we're punished when the birds... Are we? I've, like when the insects are gone, or somewhere. Like, oh, it's all, it's all very delicate. You birds haven't to eat them, we're finished from then. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's
4: like Jenga, man. You take yeah. one thing out and all just collapses mm. for reasons I don't understand. There's a Reddit <laughs> thread
3: somewhere where it's like, yeah, this is... I, I'll,
4: I'll, I'll, I'll trust the brain geniuses at <laughs> Reddit <laughs> to tell me when... Are you been on Squared Circle? Not much, no. Nah, it's never really been my scene, though. It's not me my scene, but it helps, like, I've gauged the temperature of
3: things. Felt like I skipped Reddit going from forums to Twitter. Yeah, you it's, did best. You did the best. Um, Yet
4: yeah, birds are animals that can fly. They eat insects, and um, some of them
3: are delicious to eat,
4: and uh, some of them are birds of prey. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so he's just got birds on his shirt today. Flamingo. Oh, Flamingo,
2: one-legged, huh? I went to uh, <laughs>
4: Kielder, beautiful rural um, area in Northumberland itself. Uh, beautiful rural area. And uh, there was like a, um, a bird sanctuary Ooh. within the place we stayed. And like a big bloody owl on us at one point and a hawk. And I was like, that's the stuff. That's nature. I oh, love and- nature. Why
2: don't you mention that, Sitch? Because I actually, I got told off
1: a while back for uh, trying to appreciate the beauty of nature. You know, I
2: sat there. I said, what a lovely pair of blue
1: tits. Huh? And apparently that's inappropriate to say it in an Avatar 2 screening, huh? huh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> three jokes, three questions. <laughs> three jokes for you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you made it okay with the film stats. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
2: no worse. You know how? So do you know how the the stork is the boy that helps deliver babies? This is question joke number one, or no? sorry, question joke number one. Yeah, you know That's how a, the stork a, is the boy that, that helps deliver babies? Yeah. What boy it help prevent pregnancy? Huh? Don't say it. <laughs> My wife. Oh, it's good. It's not right. The stork <laughs> is the boy that helps deliver babies. What boy helps prevent pregnancy? It's the swallow. Huh? The swallow. <laughs> <laughs> Affleck, <laughs> joke, question number two. I don't think Wilbur would have got that, though.
4: <sighs> no. Yeah, I d- sorry. See, I, d- yeah, I don't understand that. It's, quite it's a, it's a swallow comb instead of, you know,
1: um, inseminating. <laughs> <laughs> it's a play on words. Sorry, I just got distracted there because my wife's texted me with an update on Eric. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. yeah. Just fired himself awake. So <laughs> <laughs> Living his best life. Babies are good.
2: Anyway, uh, Affleck. Question joke number two.
1: Yeah.
2: Why was the boy so bad at picking up
3: chicks?
4: Huh? Um, is this like because he had no riz or something like that?
3: I don't think Stax is Googling jokes with riz in. I think he's on like websites that stop updating about 2015. Uh, <laughs> You'd be correct. <coughs> <laughs> what uh, set up again? Uh, why
2: was the boy so bad at picking up chicks? Huh?
3: Something to do with talons? Cause he didn't have a good wingman?
4: Because he didn't have a good wingman.
2: Better than punch again, guys. Kinda putting me to shame here. Why is the boy so bad at picking up chicks? Because he had a small pecker. <laughs> <laughs>
4: They're all pretty dirty. Yeah. That worries me because he usually gets dirtier the longer he goes on. Yeah. He saves a dirty one for last. And they've all been sexual. Mm. So what's coming? <laughs> number Sergio, three.
3: What kind of guy do you take me for?
2: Question Joe
3: number he, three. he gave away the tits on the intro one. Uh, <laughs>
2: what's the difference between a boring boy and an ancient dildo? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> a boring... Right,
4: well, let's get this. Okay, let's get this.
3: What's... What's like? What's an ancient dildo? An like, replace both dildo. those words.
4: Yeah, old vibrator.
3: Yeah, I'm not quite
2: sure. Where it says where it says boring bird in this, but still, what's difference between a bird? It could be. A, uh, it depends how you feel about this. A side bird, bird and
3: an old vibrator.
2: Uh, an ancient dildo. An Let's ancient get the terminology yeah, correct.
4: Yeah. huh? Ancient dildo. Um. So basically, it would be like. Because only dildos and vibrators. Rampant rabbit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that scene really. I mean, I don't need toys. <laughs> kind of a living toy of sensual pleasure.
3: <laughs> God, why did the trailer drop yesterday? We didn't <laughs> put that in. A living toy of sensual pleasure, and I'll see you on next week's NXT. Mine's big and it ain't made out of
4: plastic. <laughs> um, ancient dildo. I, I cannot get this. No. mate. but I want to. I want to. So prevents me from talking too much about the matches.
3: Historic, I was thinking prehistoric. Like, I'm, I'm nowhere near on this. I'm
4: there. No, no, no. We're gonna just go around in circles, yeah. like a bird with no uh, with one wing.
3: Is that what they do? It's I, mean, I things they do.
2: What's the difference between a boy and an ancient dildo? Well, one's a woodpecker and the other is a woodpecker. See you later, guys. <laughs>
3: It. Buy stacks.
1: Woodpecker, because wood. wood. uh, it still don't mean that wood. Wood.
4: Ah, a pecker's a
3: cock. Yeah, oh, uh,
4: because it, they couldn't have a wood stick. Yeah, like a wooden That was pecker. so bad. <laughs>
3: <laughs> like buy stacks, as if like um, Donovan Dickhead has, like whipped one so much a tree that all that's left <laughs> of just, it is, is a, a wood shaped yeah. cock. Yeah. So oh, right, okay, right. Bystacks. buy stacks.
4: Buy stacks. stacks. Usually, you peaked very early there. Yeah,
3: imagine you see that what's left of the jizim, and they're just around the tree, and the tree just been reduced to a wooden dick. <laughs> so even Ava's like, I'm out, out. Yeah, I'm out, out of this.
0: Ready to pop the question. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
1: Uh, back to NXT. And uh, Mackenzie's backstage with Ilya Dragonov, asking about his match No uh, Mercy. merci. He says, oh, my battle wounds are still hurting from Wesley, but I'm going to non And I'll be ready. Becky Lynch comes in. She says, Do you mind? He says, Stage is yours. She says, Kiana, Tiff, you don't have to go two on one, but if you want to, we can. Let's have a bare knuckle und- handicap match then, later. Sets them up, the main event up. Um, and then we are heading towards the next match in the Global Heritage International Tournament. Um, Kelly Kincaid's up in that bit with, uh, the, with the metaphor where they're channeling the Matrix. One second here. Why? What were we reckon in 23 years? There was a sequel
4: recently. But, like, there? but it was one of those where it just came and went, didn't it? Yeah. It,
1: yeah. Came and went. 24 years ago. God. It came out. It uh, had no cultural impact, The the fourth one, did it? No.
3: Was it just almost like knowingly retro at that point? Was it? Like the nineties had, had come back around culturally, so they thought, Oh well, we can make a very late nineties film and do it again. Or did they actually try and do new stuff with it? I've got any idea. Yeah. No
4: thing, though I don't I don't even know. Just, I, I
1: didn't do, get memed, didn't get praised, nah. it was just they. You know, sometimes or they're like, like, We're gonna right, we're gonna bring back, we're gonna do another uh Terminator film or whatever. Because like the first two well, They've done several sequels yeah, well yeah. This is probably a bad example this, but <laughs> But you know what like they they just go, Oh, it's been fifteen years, let's do another Whatever. Yeah. Right.
3: But the only good Matrix film was the first one. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the sequels were like specifically so bad that I think you can watch the first one and like it less because of what it, like the world it spawns. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't love the Matrix world either way, but like I remember they were both out one DVD when I was like at uni or it was just there was still no streaming services. So the kind of things that would get watched and rewatched quite a lot yeah. in shared houses. They're bad films. They've made bad films. Yeah. The with first this one's really good. Yeah. With this like beloved stop brand. Yeah. You? you just go, yeah. There we're it going. is. That's Hollywood for you. That's all, Hollywood. Those, all
1: those suits are
2: too greedy.
3: <laughs> the standards and practices, they won none with the two Matrix follow-ups.
1: Yes, yeah. uh, yeah, so it doesn't matter whether you take the red pill or the blue pill from group A or group B. I'm going to hold the Heritage Cup, basically. And then here comes Butch. That is tortured.
3: Rubbish, that isn't it?
1: Uh, before we get there, though, Trick's on the phone. Uh, he's not going to be there for Melo's match. Dominic comes in, says, I know what you're feeling. I'll have to live my life in my dad's shadow as well. And Trick's like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not living in anyone's shadow." And Dom says, "Hey, Judgment Day helped me out, and uh, you know maybe they could do the same for you." And Trick says, "No, <laughs> effectively, uh, he says I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm not like you. I'm not, I don't come from the same place as you." And Dom's like, "I nice used to say the same thing. Bye."
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my new favorite things: dominant Mysterio getting boss baby two vibes out of everything remotely related to his relationship. Yeah, with yeah. This week it was like, uh, "I hate people in masks." Like my dad, Ray Mysterio, like <laughs> this week. Getting real, Ray Mysterio vibes off your situation. <laughs> Every single promo, laser-focused. Uh, and then
1: we got Tyra Biet versus Butch, Group A match. Uh, effectively, the winner of this. Well, no, if, if it's a draw, Bate goes through, uh, or if Bate wins. But if Butch wins, then he will go through and advance to the final. Um, and a lot of fun, this. These two, obviously, have had a lot of history together. Uh, early on... Tyler Bate goes for that bop and bang, and puts just punched him as hard as he can in the face, which I quite liked as a spot. Lots of nice continuity from yeah. their previous encounters. Um it was like the first three minutes,
3: and then they forgot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice, delayed superplex takes us to a break. Uh, when we come back. Bate goes for the Tyler Driver 97, gets pulled into a triangle choke, but powers out into a great Death Valley driver for a two count. And then it's like, wait a second, that's not your move. Butch hits the Tyler Driver 97 for two. Bate hits the bitter end for two. We know each other. Tyler Bate goes for his (laughs)
3: rivals. Spiral (laughs) tap.
1: (laughs) Goes for spiral tap. Hits um, Butch's knees. Time's running out here. Muse. A bitter end gets (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> better end gets a two count, uh, but Butch is the better end, and in the final seconds gets the
3: one, two, three. Hit me, it's me, you know. Like, I've only, I've, I was I was late understanding what made um, Queen great, because you just hear the singles, and it's like, this is pantomime nonsense, there's a couple of good albums in there with Queen, like, it is me. Yeah, did a good bit of work, did Queen, Queen were actually quite good. You know, I've, it took me a while to get what people love about Queen. Like, he like, queen in space. I like the worst <laughs> bits of queen in the ugliest bits of space. I like the first Muse album. Yes. Um had, had a song called, like, Burn on it or something like that. I like, uh, I don't know, it was this like, guitar that went, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And it was, like, pretty cool. That's a pretty cool, like, uh, Muscle Museum. Muscle Museum. I like Muscle Museum. The second
4: one had a few good songs. And then they just went into, right, okay, we're just going to do prog now. We've yeah. got an audience who loves us, let's just do prog and, like, really noodly wanky stuff. Feeling good
3: cover. Just where he just um, does that stuff with his voice for day th- th- My mom loves it, so. What, we'll the Muse cover of Feeling Good? Yes, I don't talk about that. We don't talk about that in this house. <laughs> um,
4: this match was not as good as their classics. It stood no chance of no. being. It only brought brought into focus how far they've fallen since those classics. It says a lot about how good they are at their craft that at various moments, I just got sucked in. Like the bit where Butch, Butch, man, stamped on his foot yeah. to then punch Leatherham in the face. I was really witty, like really well wrestled. But my God, like, look, I think it's naive to say that these two were ever going to really make it as superstars on, you know, major cable because it's two Michael Owens <laughs> it's two yeah. Mike. It's the Michael Owen Spider Man meme. The <laughs> Christmas <laughs>
1: Day's underrated. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's the kind of thing I'd expect Pete Dunne to say, like you know, they're not, they're pretty dry <laughs> characters. I've like, got the best take. Like Butch is better than Pete Dunne for the main roster. Yeah, of he is. yeah. Um. So we're never really going to make it, make it, make it. You're not watching The Rock and Triple H at SummerSlam 1998. When you see Don and Bait at like Chicago in 2017. Mm. It was never that. It could be so much more than this, but it was never that. But even so, you're like, bloody hell. This is a bit tragic, it. That, that, that sort of, oh, this is a bit tragic vibe did hang over it for me. But again, just certain sequences, like the actual struggle, like the wit, did sort of
3: shake me from my stupor. Yeah, there was like, this was one of them things where the elements and the surroundings—I don't just mean like literally in terms of the NXT set or that building, but who they are now, what they like, even physically, what they look like—it all damaged. Like aura, there's always talk about aura because you can't really define it, and it's often t- subjective, and you feel it or you don't. Like British Bulldog worked Wembley in '92, worked WCW in '93, and then got released, and then went was back in WWE by '94. But there's this window where he worked like you might have seen him. So I don't know. I'm sure he played like. Whitley Bay ice rink or somewhere like that but he did like a, oh, he went to see the Fed. a British bulldog like UK tour where you could see him in like remarkably small venues and you think oh the post is just lighting I saw him at the Futurist Theatre in Scarborough right and you think the post must be lighting bulldog's not coming to this and he, he was it's like that's friggin David Boy Smith in a ring that's smaller than the studio yeah, working some British loser from <laughs> Butlins right and Doug Williams laughter from the frigging Ricky Knight guy <laughs> went worked at Wembley three weeks ago. <laughs> like, you're like, oh, cr- it's actually the Bulldog. And at first, there's this glow, you know, like a, a wrestler, a superstar wrestler walks in the building, you're like, you kind of can't take your eyes off him. And then like, oh God, look at this. <laughs> get out of here, Davey. <laughs> like, and then like six weeks later, he's back on somersaults. I was like, there you are. Thank God you're back over there. You don't belong over here anymore. I felt that about these two. I was like, get out of here. Like, I don't even know if it's... AEW at this point because there's always probably, too probably ma- Ring of Honor, <laughs> too many wrestlers. Ring of Honor yet, like get out of here, like you cannot. I don't if I don't even think it's main rostering. I agree with Sid. Maybe that was a dream too big because the scene was just so different at the time. But because they're both pretty boring, man. They're kinda, they
4: kind oh of they're yeah. bo- they're boring lads. Like they're Premier League footballers. They are boring, boring lads who happen to be great at their craft. But like you know how there's like a 0.0001% of footballers who can go and be pundits. Mm. It's like they are incredible at their craft. Now
3: else, they are the Premier League footballers of pro wrestling. What should do though? Like they're both so young still. Like they're not. They've not even hit their wrestler prime yet. And it's, like, is it WWE long term? And they finally like just figure out that character that connects. Is it AEW where you're constantly fighting for, like jockeying for positions. I don't like if you Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne. You're in your what mid to late twenties, yeah. At the latest, you've you've almost not even started, but you look finished. Aye. It's not a great spot to be in if you guys like these because it's obvi- it's objectively good stuff, isn't it? But you're not going to remember it at the end of the week. You'd be lying. You're not going to gonna get excited about the next thing that Tyler Bate does. Yeah, like it's they have these gentlemen's threes. I don't know. This is I'd, better than a gentleman's three. It was, but it's what's what a feel gentleman's three about something that was better than a three. And I just, I, I feel quite sad for them both. Like, oh, we're back to pitying the wrestlers that you're supposed to be really invested. Like, yeah. again, it's like, it, I was reminded of that watching the show. Go with though. Yeah. I'm it, joking. It feeds into a good one. But, like, it's, uh, I just, that's it. I'm watching it thinking, I think this is bad booking. This is bad use of characters. I don't like anything. No. D- I didn't feel good. Time to head to the <laughs> mall with Thea Hale and <laughs>
1: Jason oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't feel
3: good. I felt great because this was next
1: you made a really good point about this. I'll come to you straight away about, oh, he, what JC <laughs> J- just about what healed JC Jane's doing here, To Thea Hale. Oh, what's she doing, Hey, eh? Saving so, her life. Yeah. Endlessly. Empowering her. Thea says, uh, no, come on, I need to do this. I'm not a little kid anymore. JC's checking on her like a good heel does. Are you all right? You re- ready for this? Yep. Into the store, she's going haul in loads of different random clothes at Thea and uh, JC's excited and Thea pops right through the little curtain says, oh, I can't do this. He said, come on, let's go on, let's let's, let's see it. it. Let's, let's have it. <laughs> see it at least. And uh, Thea comes out in a variety of different uh, outfits that in uh, JC Jane's eyes slowly improve. Um the sort of leather mini dress in there. Um and they try variations on that, and they spot one and JC's like, that's the one, but we don't see oh it. Oh my god. Oh. We get to play the game again.
3: Gripping episodic TV book in this, of course. Uh, It uh, is! They walk
1: out, they walk out, Thea's got bags full, uh, arms full of bags. You cannot see it. Uh, And says, I feel amazing. God, this bloody heel, Jesse Jane. Can't wait. And Jesse's like, I can't wait for everyone to see the new Thea Hale. Here's the thing with this, right? At no point am I getting
4: any indication whatsoever that um, Jesse Jane is stringing Thea Hale along to ultimately manipulate her into being the person who interferes in her matches, which she then wants to win. She Seems to quite like her. <laughs> there's, there's no point, point in obviously the invisible camera being in WWE, they wouldn't care about this. There's no point where Thea's getting excited and she's like sort of rolling her eyes where you can't see it, even though it's on friggin' television. <laughs> Not like that. It just seems no. like
3: she just wants to be a maid. She rented out space in a department store and spent, you would have to assume, thousands on clothes for her. Like, even the outfits that weren't quite right. Well, get them anyway. It's, it is absolutely... I love hanging out with you and I want to do everything I can to better you. Chase you with holding you back. And it's like, okay, that makes sense as a heel. If indeed Chase you loves her and misses her. Like, Andre Chase is kind of just seems pissed off whenever Thea Hale comes up as a topic
1: of conversation. Unless they're, they're really galaxy-braining this, like they often do in NXT, and Thea Hale is so pure, she's baby-facing JC Jane and she doesn't even realise it.
3: That would be kind of amazing... Like, and she basically uh, brings... I'm going to
1: make you toxic, but I'm also going to do some nice things. Actually, I'd quite like to pay for it. Wait a second, <laughs> what am I doing? And the
3: grand payoff is like a U graduation, and then JC Jane is the next one to walk the stage. And you oh my God, like, you can't believe that like this went. She like, was in study hall all along. <laughs> <laughs> she went to night school. Meanwhile... Uh, I went to school at night because it's America. They do it over here. Gigi so. Dolan can't even graduate from our class. <laughs> Senior paintings. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, these vignettes, like the Fallon Henley Cowboys one that we loved and Keanu James' business, like, NXT's booking of episodic television is best served through vignettes. Yeah. It's not through the, the matches. Wrestling the matches get in the way of these things. When these skits have got a running story, you kind of can't wait for the development next week. The Stacks mystery thing, like, who who was the rat? Yeah. Oh, shut up, man! One one of the best like, short this year. It was absolutely dire. Don't probably don't Rose Ten MJF
1: and Adam Cole. I'd probably put like one and one a. Eh?
3: Robert Stone. What the is wrong with your head, Vaughn? Like oh week after week after week, you are just like I need to get to that first. Can yeah. we please get to this? Get like, rid of the wrestling,
4: <laughs> please. <laughs> we
3: finally we've all gone Russo. Like even we disagree with standards and practices because he wanted rid of the ring, didn't he?
4: Yeah, we suck because, like. This heavy emphasis back on work rate in NXT is kind of destroying what I thought Mm. and knew Mm. with my insights about wrestling because (laughs) they they're getting more acclaim for the matches and they're doing fewer bollocks segments. Ratings going up. And ratings are going up.
3: Sorry, Becky Lynch. (laughs) But the but the bollocks segments are at such a high standard.
4: It was trending upwards before the you know, they decided to give Butch twelve minutes and Becky Lynch
1: on the show. They were trending upwards. Literal 12-minute draws in the old Heritage Cup thing. Yes. Yeah. Duke Hudson, Joe Coffey, final match in uh, Group B, of course. If Duke wins, he takes it to a three-way tie in the Global Heritage International Tournament. Uh, Duke Hudson's the best. I love his move set. I've realized. It's, it was more exemplary in the triple threat later when he was just hoying Nathan Pfizer around. Oh, the cell for the bloody, oh, oh my God. Off you go.
3: He's a lot more of a complete pro wrestler than a lot of people in WWE, full stop Duke Hudson. Yeah. There's not much he can't do at this point. Mm. Was well, it? Five. five he's t- not a grey lump of trash either. No. He's like a five tall player, but he's got the WWE physique under that Chase U shirt as well. Uh,
1: Hudson gets the better of things. He uh, sets up a running Hurricane Rana. Coffee comes back, those missile yeah. dropkicks of his, hits the Glasgow send-off. Goes, that, well, that was
4: crap.
1: Oh, yeah. What is that? Goes for the... Uh, what is that? Discus and Lariat, but Hudson Ducks <laughs> rolls him up. One, two, three. The spoiler's done his job. It's all it's all square at the top. Well, what? unless you're Kira Tazaru, who sucks. Sorry. he's Well, he's an actively bad wrestler in canon.
3: This was mostly trash, and I was just relieved that, obviously, with this match, you thought, oh, thank God, I was really worried that, like, Joe Coffee was going to advance there. <laughs> Thanks, Duke. Two Joe Coffee matches went on one I show. Th- I
1: thought I had this all figured out at this point. Uh, well, after after that amazing hype job from uh, Andre Chase a little bit later, I had this all figured out. And then it turns out I had no bloody clue because I forgot how much I goddamn love Joe Coffee. Because Kelly Kincaid's backstage with uh, Nathan Praiser. When
2: well, I'm playing in Windows. He's like, yeah.
1: What, all, all three of us on four points. I beat him. He's beat me. It's a triple threat. And she's like, oh, sorry, um, Nathan, I'm just getting word in my ear. (laughs) They're the tiebreakers tonight. Nathan's like, I better go.
3: Where? Wasn't until later on. (laughs) And uh, just, he can't help it. We were saying, like, they should do Nathan Fraser in catering, like, just eating faster than everybody else, stealing food off people's.
1: Uh, I I hate this. It's so funny. I was trying to work on a, uh, what was it?
3: You wanted somebody you wanted a wily coyote. Yeah, I had Norman raven. smiley coyote. That's all I got so far. <laughs> Nathan Fraser ends all of his promos with me meep. Yeah. make uh, <laughs> meep. Meep meep. Mate me. I'm a road runner, but over here you go in the other direction. <laughs> no, I don't know
2: what i f- I'm doing, to be
1: honest.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and then on Twitter on Twitter on X Barbie Stone. Says it's not good, it's not looking good for Von Wagner, but he appreciates the well wishes.
3: I miss him so much. What well, Von Wagner comes back this time? <laughs> Is he angry all over again? I think he's just a badass out for revenge. I think he's like, it's, you know, those like those, and they're like they're really practical, those NHS like bedside tables that are the perfect height. You can adjust it, you can put it, like, yeah, like when somebody brings you and your flowers, your grapes, and I just think like he's giving the ice to that table, like I'm taking you with me. Yeah. <laughs> right there. yeah.
1: Uh, Roxanne Perez versus Lola Vice. Hey,
4: Lola Vice has got
1: something. Yeah, Lola Vice. Sort of, they were encouraging to us to take take heed of her uh, MMA stylings. Kept targeting the arm. Um, Perez kept going for pop rocks counters back and forth, and then Vice uh, goes for the arm, but Perez stacks her up with the roll-up pin uh, for the one, two, three, and then she's backstage selling the arm and offers to be Becky Lynch's partner tonight, but Lynch politely declines. Uh, Lola Vice has definitely got something. Every, like certain
4: things she does look incredibly snappy she never gets lost considering which is pretty miraculous mm. considering how like inexperienced she is like some of the reversals were like ooh blood dl like the what was it the pop rocks mm. in the arm drive. Yeah. like jesus christ that's really accomplished pro wrestling snappy lively i genuinely think
3: she's really got something mm-hmm. that's the b- one of the few benefits to the performance centre, even now. Not really, because the rest, like so many of
4: them are terrible.
3: But the one of the things they do there, and often it's to the detriment of the wrestlers, is obviously clear like drills and do that move over and over again because we're going to put it in the match. And when it happens, it feels fake because you've rehearsed it like 50 times. If you get somebody with any kind of like MMA background, and obviously they're taking people from different athletic backgrounds and maybe. Definitely an athlete, all that. Yeah. Snap yeah like that's how you crisp. get like the gymnastic elements, Tiffany Stratton or like. Bron Breaker was next footballer So, oh, like, I, to work on I'd be, absol- I'd be stunned if he yeah. wasn't. <laughs> like, right, well, you did that work on your spear. Like, just hit that heavy bag hundreds and hundreds of times until it kicks ass, and then you get what you get with Brom Breaker. Those kind of reversals, you can kind of almost picture, them, like, one day somebody busts it out in training, and a coach catches it. Jesus Christ, that was good. Like, perfect that, because we're going to put that on television. And then you've got something to talk about, about a little advice. No, I think he's got more instincts previously. than that. Genuinely. Oh, I maybe, maybe. but got like got more instincts I, I hate the, the... space? I, I hate the Roxanne Perez heel turn that's coming. Mm-hmm. I hate that she's going to screw Becky Lynch out of the belt at Extreme Rules. Like, I, I hate that test that she doesn't need to pass. Like, yet another baby face that's going to be made to work six months. I thought it one of them to be a steamboat. Yeah.
4: Because the fact that uh, with someone being a steamboat, it's like you just get more credibility the longer you stay in one mm. role. is why we're, we're, with MGF now, we are still, like, uh, mm. Yeah Is he really A proper baby face
3: Because I'm just so used to him Because he's so committed To that character and You know where it's going as well though. It's like Roxanne Perez Beginning to like the Like things haven't gone her way It's that kind of Like she ain't going, going, going my way She might join Looking for a direct She Like because She didn't turn on us The fans The fans turned on her Remember, yeah. Each and every one of us that, I, I <laughs> hate it already Yeah She screws Becky Lynch Out of the belt uh, Go no promotion most. though mm. Eddie Thorpe goes to visit his tree
1: <laughs> Now you feel silly, don't you saying that Sitch? <laughs> He's uh die jack's taking a lump out of it and uh he <laughs> says he wants me to embrace my wild side. Don't think I know what you're trying to do. Just say what you you mean. You think I'm a savage, don't you? But you will you've insulted my culture and you wanna, you know, whip things. Let's have a bloody strap match
3: next week. Great. Hi barcle of recent strap matches. I, I, I would have just honestly not done it. Like cat carrying uh, cross one wasn't that good. The I always mean the bull rope between Tyrus and EC three. <laughs> the um like Dijack has basically got to be strapped in the face harder than Ricky Starks was for this to stand a chance. So maybe people will enjoy that.
1: Maybe. I'm excited for that next week. We'll preview it then, though. Let's not tread on our own dick. Uh, champion versus champion, NXT champion Carmelo Hayes versus North American champion Dominic Mysterio with Ilya Dragunov com- on commentary. I'm sure he found things uh... <laughs> really <Very> entertaining. <laughs> Dom attacks Melo immediately, and we have the moment where he stands there with the NXT championship, and you think, oh, one day. Uh, but Melo comes back. Uh, Dom gets him in position for a 6-1-9. That gets broken up. Uh, Hayes comes back with a super kick and a spinning face plant. Dom begs off as we go to a break. When we come back, uh, Dom's cut him off and uh, he's fighting back. Misses the frog splash, though. Um, and then they go to the outside. And Dom's trying to throw Melo into Ilya Dragunov. But Melo reverses. Dom gets sent into Ilya. Um, then Dragunov, if he wasn't pissed off already, then gets hit again after Dom sends uh, Melo into Dragunov. And Dom rolls Carmelo Hayes back into the ring, turns around and slaps Ilya Dragunov just to really wind him up. And Dragunov slides in to attack Dominic Mysterio. I I don't know if this was a no contest. In my head, I want to say Dominic Mysterio won and therefore is the greatest champion in NXT. Um, But Ilya, furious, obviously, attacks Dominic Mysterio, lays him out, hits the uh, H-bomb, just kill shot that he's got goes for the torpedo Moscow, but at the last second, Dom pulls Melo into the way of it. Dom celebrates. What a what a moment he's had. Turns straight around into a Dragon Lee super kick who stands there with the North American Championship.
3: So I like something of this, but then hated the rest. I like that Dominic Mysterio can claim. I think you're right. I think it's a DQ. And I think he's going to claim victory over Mello. That's very Dominic Mysterio. He's yeah. going to work his way into the title shot and all that sort of stuff. To paraphrase Mustafa Ali. Who rocked up. This doesn't make sense. Like, I understand there are levels to WWE and the hierarchy and all of that. Like, Dominic pretty much went, before the chicanery and all the rest of it, did a bit of housing early on with the belt. Pretty much went 50-50 with the NXT champion. Was when was thoughtless, this. When he got his arse handed to him by Cody Rhodes, which is fine. Like, he should get his arse handed to him by Cody Rhodes. I'm not saying Merle has to hand him his ass, But he needs to, fair enough, maybe get jumped at the bell and then work out and beat him. I don't think they know what they've got with Mello anymore. I've become less and less convinced by this man since he won the belt. And I feel is that like a I'm watching... trick away from him. I feel like I'm watching Booker's lose faith in him, which is even worse. That could be... That's my just perception. He's you're talking about that on commentary.
1: Normally, he can't really pay
3: attention to anything. What's that? Booker. Yeah. Well, Booker probably doesn't like him. But, like, I, ju- I just... I don't know. Like, I uh, feel maybe like... Maybe this was just thoughtless. It was really dumb, this wasn't it? Kind of, this is the match On NXT?! Bad booking, bad agenting.
4: Yeah, like, this is the kind of match we do, so let's just do it. Yeah. The, dead, the fans did love Dragon off, kicking Dom's ass. Like, they were into that. Felt pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like Dragon
3: League getting one in, I quite liked as well. They built that match very effectively, unlike the Ali one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
4: the disaster of a build-up. That. that. is.
3: That's a mess. Trick's
1: fuming, obviously backstage. We didn't see this one coming. When uh, Joe Gacy and Ava, she hasn't got a surname, she's the rock's daughter, uh, of the
2: Kitchen Working.
1: Uh, and Joe says, Everybody wants to be their own man, but nobody thinks how about how it affects everybody else. And Trick's like, what are you talking about? I'm just I'm just letting Mellow do his own thing. And Ava says, Oh, I can see the sadness in you, Trick. And Trick says, No, it's just coconut oil. <laughs> Joe Gacy says, uh, God, I understand you. Why don't you join us? And Trick's like, let me think about it. Actually, no, don't. I don't want to join you. <laughs> Just two complete refusals from Trick Williams on this show. Good for him.
3: Good for him. Uh, Joe Gacy's not going to take no for an answer, is he? This, uh. is, this is a thing. He's going to say something along the lines of, the smartest Trick you ever played was pretending I didn't exist. <laughs> match. Match. But yeah, singles match. Joe two, Gacy loses.
4: Two, two and a half star match.
1: <laughs> um... This was another one of my favorite parts of the show. So Duke's back, say so he's bloody exhausted after going through that. And Andre Chase is like, let's go. Come on, triple threat tonight. You got this. And Duke's like, I'm Mr. Chase, I can't do this. I'm, I'm knackered. Uh, I, I, You know, Joe, Joe Coffey hits like an elephant. <laughs> Not you, Nelly. Uh, Fraser's faster than Usain Bolt. <laughs> faster, than,
2: faster than Usain Bolt.
1: Andre Chase is like, hey. He says... Basically says, he, there is effectively a... Oh! A, teach for moment! Teach for uh, moment! He effectively says to, to uh, Duke Goodson, Hey, 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 you are right. He says, who's the MVP? I am. And now, who's known as the spoiler? Like, I am. And now, with the entire Chase U student section, with the entire country of Australia behind you, well, the entire NXT universe behind you, who's going to go out there in this triple threat and give those other two an Andre Chase University-sized ass-whooping?
2: And Duke was just like, I am, let's f-ing go! I was with him. I loved it.
3: Great, this. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so pumped. Duke Hudson when they run that Australia show, by the way, geez Oh, they're not going to put him on the show, man. Oh, they. But remember, like when Buddy Murphy won the belt and he was just like oh, the yeah. biggest babyface in the world for one night because of that. Like they could do that. Imagine that. Imagine the Duke Hudson Australian hot tag. Oh my God, that'd be fantastic. Yes
1: yeah. sea Duke. of Chase U.
3: Yes, get the Chase U merch out there for the night. All the red shirts and the like the acclaimed foam
4: fingers. Yeah, that those. Did anyone actually have? That,
3: no. <laughs> <laughs> the um, that like big loud hailer thing that they Hill through to the ground. Just sell those. Yes. Australia we trying to like chase flags. you like you know like the
1: big flags you see like Dortmund yeah it's like stretch that's what I want it's to chase you thing
4: well there's a word for it isn't there crawler
3: no. it go down like the no. like crawl along the crowd no no, no? there's a word <laughs> but I don't know
1: what it is Was it's a crawler name something like that a football big flag
3: something that moves
1: bandera trapo
3: Maybe
4: that? I don't know. Let's move on. (coughs) Tifo. Tifo. Never heard that one. Tifo. Tifo. Chase you, Tifo. Yeah, chase you, Tifo, please. That'd be
1: great. Uh, Nima and Price are uh, playing dice (laughs) on the streets. Yeah, come on, Sage. Pay attention, please. (laughs) 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 Excellent. uh, (laughs) You've
3: been scripted. (laughs)
1: Uh, <laughs> they chase everyone off and they win all the money and, uh, they say, oh, I want I see that tag team table thing that was talked about earlier, <laughs> I don't know. Cause normally it's like, oh, I've just been watching this in the changing room, but they've watched that and then gone, should we go out and play dice in the streets? Yep. I assume, <laughs> uh, scripts is like, i always want to hang out with you guys. <laughs> do you remember when I was wearing, do, don't forget about when I was wearing that stupid outfit. Are you guys are true hustlers. And that, I, I don't know what was going on here.
3: This is sitcom stunt casting. Uh-huh. The ratings are in the decline of the sitcoms, so they throw somebody in at the last minute who, like, has never had any relation to the family or the central characters, but is just there to like center all the stories around. You've got these two characters that look pretty cool in their original vignettes. Great, and then their scripts. <laughs> what the. F- are you doing here? Like it's so like it was the same in the uh, the normal party with the creeds. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> They've done this like really cool standoff, and then scripts just appears in the middle as if he's always been this version of scripts rather than uh, a stalker, a man <laughs> hacking the cameras, the worst superior of all time, heel and baby face. Yes, I, it cannot just be scripts. Oh, we've become friends since the beginning. Actually, That was kind of the last guy to befriend you. Were you? Yeah, I still don't know who this guy is. <laughs> When I, was Som-
1: when I was a sommelier, I always wanted to be a hustler, really. That's what I was always looking forward to. What a character arc. Uh, but say two characters like, you can invest in. That's Hank and Tank. God damn, do I love these two big bastards. Uh, they're, they're, they're respectful of uh, Bronco and Lucien. Uh, they said, powerful dudes, they're not going anywhere, but neither are we. Uh, we're here to feast on the division. If they get in our way, we got no problem working up an appetite. I'm buzzed for this next week. Big lads. You're not
3: faking it either. No. Nope. Is it is this a bad tag division or a good bad tag division? I can't decide. Good. Just
4: straight it's, good. It's actively
1: bad. Straight good.
4: Actively proud. off four losers.
1: Yeah. A lot of them. Tag champs are the best. Creed brothers are gonna be one of the best tag teams in the world, but okay. You say what you think. Uh right, <laughs> triple threat time. <laughs> Duke bloody Hudson. This bumping here was uh, tremendous. Yeah. yeah uh when you, you mean there uh, because there's Duke Lloyd Hudson, there's
3: Joe Coffey, and there's Nathan Fraser. When
2: well, I'm playing
3: in windows, can you, get, can you get that like updated to go at like 1.75 speed or something? <laughs> 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 that bit in Family Guy where Peter Griffin says every American state in one noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, aliens here! <laughs> <laughs> alien's got an X account now. <laughs> <laughs> He's followed us, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Alien. <laughs> 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 Where can they get you on X, Alien? Ah, oh. great. Oh. But he, Alien uses hashtags, do you know? Does he? Yeah. I'll
2: have to look out for this.
1: <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. So this is a right to face Butch to face Noam Dar. Like, uh, 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 are they? Yeah, they're doing it at No Mercy, aren't they? Uh, yeah. The, uh, oh, the, stuff,
4: right? the final the f- No Mercy. A, sing- a singles Joe Coffee match at No Mercy. Or maybe you'll be better than All Out. I <laughs> um, Just checking my watch. Other <laughs> way. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Just checking my
3: watch and. Uh, <laughs> this I'm really excited about J- Joe Coffee. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the second Joe Coffee match on this broad, on this telecast. Oh what? no, Joe Coffee might not be in it because the, the final yeah. next week. It's the f- it uh, so It's going to be much. It's going to be much. In order to get to Noam Dar for a trophy that means nothing. They are running back the worst takeover, most embarrassing takeover main event ever. Oh, yeah. Pete Dunne and Joe Coffey was a joke. Oh, carrying cross Keith Lee. Ooh. now I think that was that, worse
1: because there was that no crowd. the Metallica theme going into it. That was a lot. Oh, weird. great. That makes for a good match. The James, contract was on James, fire.
4: James <laughs> Hetfield with the space flying tiger drop. How would that sound?
1: What, how would what sound? <laughs> James Hetfield saying... Uh, flying space
3: flying, flying, flying tiger, space tiger drop. drop. Space flying tiger drop. <laughs> Now I would say that was worse because that takeover was one of them Vince McMahon crowds. Oh, you watching <laughs> Vince McMahon? I remember, like, can't many... we
4: fight
1: Walter at one point as well?
4: Oh, I don't know. Remember how many times yeah, they, they call they... it like um, Grudge <laughs> Time, but actually, I'm looking at my watch. And <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, make it. I couldn't make the finish work because like Joe Coffey was too knackered, and they just kept trying.
4: Oh God, I why it give was that why give that absolute lump a bum like 35 minutes? God, it was like so like it looped. Cliché after cliché. Come on,
3: Joe. Anyway, see you next week in the Heritage Cup final. Yeah. NXT's G1 brings us back where we started. Takeover UK of Cardiff or something. Had a rubbish match against Gunther as well, didn't he, Joe Coffey? Did he have two? It's what we well, yeah. were saying. He had a Walter match. I'd forgotten about that one. I only remember the Pete Dunne one. They were yeah. both pretty trash. <laughs> both total clichés. Who was the old <sighs> British guy that had to play, like, the authority figure on NXT UK? Like one of the Johnny Saint. Johnny Saint. It, if you're running a wrestling promotion, you haven't got Johnny certain on your books, you don't know what you're doing. You guys had more pisses than you've had <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, like I said, Duke Hudson and Nathan Fraser in this match were awesome together. Nathan Fraser's flying all over the place. And then there was that Frankenstein a spike that Duke Hudson did the, the Shawn Michaels thing <laughs> for. the pack bump. Yeah.
4: Yeah. It's You'd Park's signature bump. But Duke Hudson didn't disgrace
3: himself doing it. It's a very good freeze frame of Michaels against it, isn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. he is at one point
1: on his head. It's so good. Uh, yeah, Fraser <laughs> followed that up with a Phoenix splash. He's got the match one. But Coffee comes in, hoys him out of there. Discus Larry at one two, three. Joe Coffey will face Butch next week for a shot. At Noam no, I'm No,
3: Missy. It's weird because like, Coffee's supposed to keep you awake and the insertion here was putting me to sleep. Despite the good work of the other two, he's got this. Do
1: you hear Booker's thing about Coffee? What did he say? Oh, yeah, I saw, uh, you know, and they just, uh, one of my favorite WWE tropes. I've chatted to them backstage, actually. I'm just going to make up this quote that they definitely said. And he said, "I was, I was, When I arrived here today, Joe was there drinking a cup of Joe, saying, I'm good to the last drop.
2: <laughs> Thanks, Booker. <laughs> Both names are coffee.
3: <laughs> coffee, but, coffee. There's Jojo. There's. Yeah, can you get this DoorDash thing working? Or? <laughs> AEW and Kenny Omega, that, uh, there is like impeccable. That's untu- my absolute... Untouchable form. That's AEW. That's AEW. If you don't... Well, uh, it's
4: time to talk... Time to play the game and talk about Kenny Omega because I love it so much. They do this bit where it's Kenny Omega in an absolute goated world title reign and he's in the ring with Tony Schiavone and Kenny Omega says, You know, Tony, you and I were talking earlier <laughs> <laughs> And Schiavone just goes... What? He like, didn't say anything he <laughs> but just go. Huh? <laughs> it's immaculate. It's such a deep yeah. cut. I think it's does only me it, and Hamphlet who've ever got
3: it. Does he even say it in the back as well? We were talking in the back earlier on. It was like, it's, that, it's precise WWEism. Schiavone yeah. Tony like, Because <laughs> he's properly
4: being like, uh <laughs> He's
3: lost it. He's totally
4: lost it. He's like, ah. Hmm. I'll cheat
1: all the time and just be like a WWE guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'll do. Let's <laughs> have a star. Uh, Mustafa Ali is getting interviewed by Mackenzie Mitchell and he's like, does any of this makes sense? Like, Dragon Lee got a title shot before I have. I thought I won the match last week. Uh, he says well, he's just upset, basically, about this, and he'll deal with both of them on Monday. Now, He's
3: not wrong, but it's rich of Mustafa Ali to complain about circumstances that have, like, he's fallen afoul of yes. considering his NXT run. None of this has made sense, Ali. Sorry, pal. Sorry, pal. Maybe he'll get his release now. <sighs> you know, maybe, like, the, maybe he's just going to get what he wanted ages ago and get his release. Teased it yesterday, and we got another
1: breadcrumb here because uh, Jensen and Briggs, no, sorry, Jensen and Fallon are watching that match, and they're like, if you look closely, that was my favorite, look closely here, and you can see we get completely screwed uh, <laughs> by, uh, what's his name? Bourne. Miles Bourne. Miles, Miles Bourne. Bourne. Uh, it's got really abundant babyface potential. Briggs says, this is your bloody fault for trusting him, Fallon. And did you notice? She said, well, I know he did wrong, but he's still a good guy. Place in her heart. Tell me there's a chance. Tell me you have a chance of watching like two hours of full sex. Come on. <laughs> Baron Corbin comes in, wearing less than he does when he's in the ring, but it's because he's apparently getting a massage, which is not, which is swift, according to Briggs, I think. Uh, and they says, "Oh, I'm surprised you can hear me because you cause you got your ears boxed. It was a really bad comeback from Briggs. <laughs> well, yeah, well you have to wear your glasses. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <onze> <laughs> 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 having a go at you, Baron Corbin. Briggs is facing Corbin next week, so Corbin can get some sort of victory to get a bit of momentum before he loses to Bron Breaker on Mercy.
3: Rubbish. <laughs> no, nothing in all of pro wrestling matters as much to you as a Fallon Henley love story. Come on, I uh, <laughs> just want to see her get railed." <sighs>
1: You do, don't you? I just I just one loves love. So <laughs> Mellow's walking in the parking lot. He says, Oh <laughs> I'll drop drop. I'll drop Ilya. Drop. Yeah. Uh, uh I I beat him. Sorry, he said technically, he said uh, Jesus Christ I beat dude. him at the Boy. Yeah. and God
2: bless the United States. <laughs> I'll do it again.
1: Uh and then um Tiffany Stratton and Kiana James are like Got a very a special plan for Becky Lynch. The plan is we're gonna jump her as she makes her entrance in the main event. It's not that intricate, I'll <laughs> be perfectly honest. <laughs> and it's on telly. Yes, she'll never see it coming. It's the main event time, it feels yeah, like this it, is the main it feels
4: like being here all week.
1: They <laughs> uh, jump Becky Lynch uh and uh beat her up. She's getting double teamed, When in swoops, bird person, Lyra Valkyria. <laughs> and uh evens the odds, switch Tiffany Stratton and Kyo. Ke- but you know, the, the classic, okay, well, what would have happened? What would have been the main event if yeah. they'd done this? What, uh, would have, what would have happened if uh, Bird Person and Becky Lynch hadn't gone, let's go and get them back in? Because at the moment they even the odds, Timmy Stratton, Keanu James just went to leave. So the show just ended with Bird Person and uh, Becky Lynch going, thanks for saving me. That's all right. Yeah, like. We've got five minutes here.
3: An absolutely rubbish plan A attacker when she's walking down the aisle. An even worse plan B, leave. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so then they go to leave, get tacked, throw back in. The referee goes, I mean, we've got 10 minutes left, guys. Uh, make why did they, they, they stop doing it? I don't... I, I, I think they were like, well, no, this isn't fair. That's even odds. We wanted a two-on-one advantage. So the moment that happened, you know, their feathers were ruffled by
3: a bird person and uh, they stormed out. I'll tell you what, right? I don't know if it's the Becky Lynch thing. I, like... I'm seeing something in you know you said about Lola Vice. I'm seeing something in Lyra Valkyria. It's good, it's good. And it's not exactly like Steve Austin being the ringmaster, but in like the story of her career, one day when like say she makes it or she becomes great or whatever particular character she plays, and be like, I had to start off as a bird. Yeah. <laughs> like, I lost eight months to being a bird. That being a bird is
1: making her making her rise up that pecking order. <laughs> so there you go. He's just, just, just a, th- he's just he's just pecked his face. Just did a red rooster thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not long, what culture wrestling podcast on
4: YouTube. <laughs> I don't want to be MP Ford. <laughs> I'm
3: serious. I don't know you're quite into it last week when you said I oh, went the automatic subtitles there. better and a pest. <laughs> 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 I you see that in like the yellow text. Yeah. Uh
1: yeah, we go go to a break, come back. Lyra Valkyrie gets the hot tag and everyone's just bumping the feed it. It's great. Um but as uh, she goes for a springboard, Stratton trips her up outside the ring. James deadlifts her into a power. Well, I like Keanu James in this as well. Sure. Uh, Stratton hit a senton, uh, but Lynch dives in at the last second to break it up. Um, she gets both Tiffany and Kiana. Uh, Lynch goes to put an armbar on Kiana James, but James escapes. Uh, Manhandle slammed by Lynch. Tags out. Valkyria comes off the top rope. Flying body press. One, two, three. Um, Bird Person and Becky Lynch win the match, but after the match, Stratton slides in and nails Becky Lynch with a chair, uh, grabs the belt, poses with it as she goes to a leave. Uh, goes to leave. Lynch grabs a mic and says, "It's not only going to be a match between you and I.
3: No mercy.
1: It's going to be extreme
3: rules." I think that'll be tremendous. I thought this was the best match on the show by a mile, and it was pretty basic, fair, but just Becky. Yeah, done so well. Like. You don't want to just take the credit away from the up and comers, but you just typically in wrestling it does take like one person to like thread it all together or make it all make sense or whatever it is. The dark art stuff and yeah, like the basics done very very well with an obvious star in there. Again, like it's it's good egg stuff more than it is great wrestling, but you kind of love seeing bird stuff like like Becky Lynch being a good egg egg doing right by as many people as possible. And God bless.
4: That was a cock button. Sorry.
3: Through pro wrestling is. Is quite nice. I, I know that's nothing to do with the story or anything, but that's two weeks in a row I'm like, that's class. Like, look, her trying to elevate and use all the star power and her in-ring ability to just help. And I got a lot out of this. I think the Extreme Rules match is going to rule. And i like, to Sidgwick's point, right to take the piss out of me. Like, I don't think it can compete with the best things on All Out, but I think it can be really, really good. I've got, like, the, the cage match has readjusted really my expectations for the Becky Lynch big matches. Aye, yeah.
1: well.
4: pretty basic fair that. You know, I can't remember much about it. Well, uh, these hours later, but I just remember at the time thinking, Becky Lynch, really good at what she does. Like, really accomplished at what she does. She's just a good, very good, even great professional wrestler. Mm. who just has that aura. who has that just professionalism about her.
3: Nice to get to see the levels, wasn't it? Like, Stratton's there. She's uh, not
4: there. I think she's... She's not there. You don't? Nah. There's so. certain moments, like, where we discussed it in the match review, where... She yeah, like very. She wanted to rush something. I mm. like, no, no, don't do that, don't do that. Mm. She's uh, not there yet, but she's she's certainly on her way. And what's good is that she had a bit of a wobble, if you recall, when yeah. she first mm-hmm. came back, and she seems to have uh, you know soared above that yeah. uh, dip in confidence.
1: <laughs> yeah,
4: but I think confidence him. is soaring as birds do that. Lo- <laughs> rock area, and I don't say she's flying yet. <laughs> uh,
3: Keanu James, it's been a good me, bit of business uh, for Keanu James
4: lately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wor- man, is Becky Lynch. <laughs> a great in-ring pro wrestler. Better than she ever was as the man. Yeah.
1: Follow me on X at M-Sidgwick. Worst part of my week this now. It's the longest time till we talk about NXT, NXT again. T- t- it's AEW stuff next. Oh, no, looking forward to that. We'll be talking about it later. Just a joke, man. I don't know, but I'm going to It's good.
3: Yeah, like Tuesday is your Christmas Eve. Yeah, but then like now is your Boxing Day, isn't it? Yeah,
1: got away a whole year. But we'll be back, like Sid said, later on to look ahead to Grand Slammer tonight. Uh, make sure you subscribe. What culture Grand Slammer. We're, <laughs> what's culture cool Jurassic wherever
3: we get your podcast? All the NXT UK man.
1: <laughs> Follow us on X. X. At WhatCultureWWE, watch they can follow all three of us. You can follow Michael Hamlet at Michael Hamlet. Follow Michael Sidgwick at M. Sidgwick. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. <laughs> uh, my thanks as part of the Dadley Boys to the other Dadley Boys. We'll see you soon.
4: <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable.